0: Hello and welcome to the Science Fiction Book Review Podcast My name is Luke Burridge and this is the show where I review every single science fiction book that I read as I read it There's no set schedule, it's just whenever I finish a book I do the review And stick it up here on the podcast feed for everyone to download and listen to Joining me today is Juliana, say hello Juliana
1: Hello everyone
0: And uh, today we're going to be talking, actually not just about a book, which I read Last night we watched the movie, based on the book, or one of the three movies based on the book (laughs) Which is the only one I've seen, which is uh, I Am Legend And I'm going to be talking about the book by uh, Richard Matheson. And, and the the movie um, featuring Will Smith The Will Smith I Am Legend movie Yes So I reviewed this book before
1: Oh you did? Yeah I did
0: um, When was that? Well, here's the thing. When did we get together, you and me? We first met in each- Yeah. When did we meet each other in 2011? Like
1: second of June. Second of June.
0: All right. I read this book in like middle of eight. Uh, sorry, middle of May in oh, right. 2011. So this was like the, the the second to last book that I'd read before we went on our first first date together. So this is a reason Ooh. why. Because I was looking back and I thought I'm I'm sure I'm sure I read this book recently. It isn't recently. It's it's 2011. <laughs> it's almost ten <laughs> no, years ago. Not recently. Uh, but for me, no. I was sort of like, oh, recently, and I and I was like, I really rated this book really quite highly because I'd read it before like years ago yeah. and uh, and then it was the first time listening to it as an audiobook and that was back when you know in the first few years I've been doing an audiobook oh. and having a really good audiobook narration uh, like can really bring something alive but yes. before the book is kind of a bit slow well not maybe not slow but you know not a lot happens in the novel I you know, definitely saw balanced. that when
1: I read when I scrolled through on the uh, Goodreads um, uh, commentary and reviews people yeah. were very highly uh, in regard of the uh, the audiobook Yes. So yeah, I said, I, I read it totally fir- understand that.
0: I read it first years ago, but this audiobook version not only flushed away my miscomme- misconceptions and misremembrances from watching the movie, it also became a whole new book to me with one of the best audiobook narrations I've ever heard. I'm upping my rating from 4 to 5, although that's that's my Goodreads rating. And I looked at what I rated I rated this book 4.9 out of 5 stars. So there's very few books wow. which get the 5 star. We've talked about this before. Okay. In, in 13 years, there's only been like 13 or four. 14 books or series yes. that have got that high. A few books come in at 4.9, and that's generally because they'll be like, it'll be almost an almost perfect book, but there'll be one thing which just goes, ah, I wish, you know, it's that thing like, ah, if this book was done differently, I wish that had been different. And if that is a big enough part of the story, my, my classic example for this is 1984, almost a perfect book, except the part of the book where he sits down and starts reading a book, a- a book. and <laughs> then we're just reading somebody else's book. Yes. We're re- in the book, somebody picks up a book by George Orwell and starts reading mm. that novel. That yeah. book, and you're like, wait a second. Oh no, it's not oh well, it's some other political thinker. Yes. Um, but
1: overwrote it. So, yeah, oh, yeah,
0: I mean overwrote like... the novel and the book. And it's sort of like, ah, that is and if it's just a small part of the book, but no, it goes on for a big chunk mm. of that one. And then here, there are a few of uh, one or two small things which would knock it down. I would say, spoiler alert, my reading of it this time, I wouldn't give it I wouldn't knock it up to four point nine because I think so much of that was for my new enjoyment of the book, like listening to it as an audiobook. Right. And now I went into it knowing, oh, I really remember like going into it, I was like, and that's the why I started it—it it was a—you know—I'd finished a previous book a few weeks ago, and I didn't have a new book lined up. And I was sort of like, "Oh, what book?" And I just sort of like scrolling back through my uh, my Audible library or something oh, wait, like and that. And came up, and because uh, I didn't want to spend a credit, I didn't want something from the free library. Although I think now this is actually one of the books on the Audible free library. Oh, maybe that's where I saw it. That's what inspired me oh, to okay. do it because I saw it listed on the Audible free library, okay. but I'd already spent a credit on the same book. You know, yeah. so uh, so
1: who did the audio narration?
0: I will never Head over to Audible and look it up because I'm gonna I'm gonna feel really dumb saying oh it's one of the best uh, one of what's up
1: it's not oh there it is don't worry about
0: the recording I um thank you very much for pointing that out to me though yeah there's obviously something which i think if, if i click that what's that gonna if i hover my mouse over there what's that gonna do is that gonna say catch playhead all right that's gonna go okay, along there good. so it's um i am legend by richard matheson narrated by robertson dean and i really don't know much about him but this is a okay. quite a short book it's five hours and 20 minutes of an audio book yeah and uh, yeah oh look he also did neuromancer the Poisonwood Bible, which I don't know about that, and some other bits and pieces, uh,
1: mm-hmm.
0: you know, some other novels or whatever like that. Um,
1: is this? Yeah. Uh, it, I mean, I haven't read the book. I only watched the movie. Well, that's I a watched thing. it twice, we but I, it have, now twice. I have a, a question um, about how this is written. Is this written from the first point of view? From from the 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 scientist's point of view from like from a me. No it's
0: not he's not a scientist oh, he's just a guy okay. I think he okay. in the well let's 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 talk about this I mean I talked about this before I don't remember doing a podcast about it because again it's like 10 years ago yeah. almost <laughs> almost exactly 10 years ago that I last talked about this book I haven't yes. listened back to the podcast I wouldn't want to anyway because I'd end up just like saying say the same things yeah. and I don't just want to try or, I'd either try and say the same things or or try and or different things. I don't want to do that. I want to approach this book. But here's the thing. I finished reading it and I was saying, hey, yeah, that's... And you said, oh, that's the one that's a movie. I said, yeah, that's a movie. And you weren't sure that you'd watched it. And then after talking about it, you said, oh, no, I have watched it. Yes. And then... And then I was like, well, let's watch the movie and do a book versus movie episode of the podcast. Okay. So there's a new angle on this. Absolutely. And we started watching it last night and yes. we'll talk about that in a bit a second. But I was actually thinking, we can actually approach this book this time yeah. because I've already talked about it on the podcast before. I've put the spoilers out the way that, right. I mean, the spoilers for this podcast out the way that this is a this is a, a very, very impressive audiobook narration of a really, really fun, interesting book. And there's a reason why it's been made into a movie three times. You yeah. know, it's, it's very, very, very strong source material for... For a an, a movie length story about some a, a post apocalyptic wasteland. Yes, um, and you
1: don't need that many actors. Was it? You don't need that many. Well, let's get onto the actors.
0: Don't, let's get onto the actors later, <laughs> later on. But what I'm saying is that like. Um, if we approach it like I think, probably more people have seen the movie and have low opinions or high opinions or whatever opinions about the movie than they do about the book. So I don't mm. mind talking about it, this book, this time, much more through the uh, through the lens of the, the movie, movie, okay, rather than just approaching the book and then saying, and how is the movie different? No, let's go the other way around. Let's okay. talk about the movie, and then yes. also I'll when it, when things come up, we'll talk about we'll talk okay. about because what happens I'm with the book. really
1: interested in how the the original source. Material, how that I mean, I've only seen the movies, yeah. I, I, I mean, the one movie, yeah. Um, so I have no idea twice, really yeah. what how much it's how close it is to. All what's right, in there the is a
0: lot of the stuff, a lot of the stuff that's in the movie is in the book, okay, but it's. It's very different in in many ways. First of all, the story, the third act, is completely different, which is it's fine because what they what they do in what happens in the book would be very difficult to pull off on in in the movie, like as a story mm-hmm. in the movie. There, okay. There would be there would be a because it's 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 pretty grim, but also fa- it's more fascinating than this. Okay. Okay. Because the last line of the novel is "I am legend." Yes. Now you're reading the book called "I am legend," and you're like. What, like, why would somebody say, Say I am legend? Yes and so you're asking what point of view it's written from it is very much very close third person so you're reading about him but all the time you're just jumping into his mind and like Mm -hmm. hearing his inner monologue or sometimes Mm -hmm. out well no it must be inner monologue because it says he hasn't heard his voice his own voice for a long time when (laughs) he speaks but you're always going like jumping into his head and hearing him what he's thinking about and how he's like darn it my watch is broken and I'm out around and my watch didn't go off and now I'm too far away from my home and I've got to get back there and the gribblers are coming um, out, yes. so all of the vibe or a lot of the vibes of what it's like to be in a post-apocalyptic like. Ever, there's oh the setup is in case you've not seen the movie. There's been a, a plague. Um, who's the actress who's there at the start? Um, um, Emma, Emma is it Emma, Emma Watson. Emma Thompson. Emma Thompson, not Emma Watson. Emma, yeah, Thompson, Emma Thompson. Yeah, Thompson uh, comes in and goes, oh yes, you've you've uh, used found... you've done some MRI manipulation on a virus. No,
1: mRNA. Oh
0: mRNA. Oh
1: yeah, no, no, <laughs> whatever. Of rac- what, we, what we have we now, yeah.
0: What we have now, <laughs> this kind of thing. We're like, oh, we've just tweaked. We've just tweaked the genetic codes. Is it the measles virus in that? In yes, the, in they the case? took the
1: measles virus and tweaked it to and, cure cancer, and, and said something about they took the measles virus as a, a fast car yeah. that goes ravaging in your in your body, yeah. and they. Rep- they are, there's a bad person in the car. Yeah. And what they said is they replaced the bad person with a cop. Yeah,
0: with a so policeman. So a, a
1: policeman in a fast car in your body which, to which, cure cancer. Which is
0: interesting because, you know, we all know. We now
1: have all the information about, like, the the research about yeah. um, mRNA is all out there. Yeah, and yeah, yes, they are do researching this kind of stuff for originally for to, to cure cancer exactly.
0: So in the movie, it's a science fictional setup, mm-hmm. but kind of that's mm-hmm. now how we're c- curing yes. our own pandemic that we have yes. now. Yes, and
1: um, that was definitely part of what yeah. my uh, what? how my your struggles feelings were, <laughs>
0: your struggles watching the movie, this movie yeah. last yeah. night.
1: Like we watched it before, and I remember this. This is why I wasn't so not yeah. like, uh, oh no, I don't want to see this again. Yeah. I remembered it quite like. Yes. Yeah, like, some okay.
0: actions and monsters but also, whatever. also, yeah.
1: m- maybe people know by now That I really am not a horror or yeah. zombie yeah. movie fan Well, person. here's the thing I Here's the biggest
0: difference that. in the book. Uh, the, the book The biggest difference, I would say With the book and the movie mm. Is that the movie made these very much more zombie-like
1: mm-hmm. That
0: they were, you know, there were humanoid things which shaped Which were, what?
1: Human shaped.
0: Yeah, they're kind of yeah. hum- well. They hu- they come from humans, mm. but uh, uh, apparently it's the they're always like the highest level of adrenaline at all times. So, yes. You know that's the thing. So yes, always pumped up, always <laughs> like that breathing really breathing like, fast, heart beating fast, breathing like really quickly, UV and and,
1: light and, sensitive. Yeah,
0: I'm not quite sure about that. But what either way, that's that's not a that that's the, the that's just one thing. In the book, it's a bacterial infection which which makes people more vampire like than okay. zombie like mm-hmm. so these are fast zombies they're fast running zombies yes whereas in the book they're much more they're much more vampiric mm-hmm. in, in a way but it's a subtle difference and I think that's that's that weird thing this was back before you know this book was written let me quickly look over um, I am legend somewhere in, the, in the 50s um, yes this was written in 1954 wow so it's kind of um, the, these uh, they are blood-sucking pale skin nocturnal although otherwise indistinguishable from normal humans Um Okay. But they, they're kind of vampires, but they're not. They're not. They're not vampires like. But you know, are they Count still like,
1: thinking like humans? Do they still?
0: I and mean, that's the thing. That's the big. That's the big difference. Okay, and we'll get mm. onto that later. Let's get onto the actual how that how that changes with the ending of mm. the book yeah. later on. Yeah um but yeah they're a bit more a bit more vampire zombies than you know fast, mindless man, mindless fast zombies or okay whatever. okay um another huge difference between them is the location i just read the wikipedia page about the movie they mm-hmm. said oh we had to move the location the original location is uh, los angeles and they said we need to move it to new york because okay. what happens huge parts of los angeles you can just go out and about and you could be like is this post-apocalypse or not there's there's no people here, but mm. what and in you in lots of parts of Los Angeles you can to go out and not see any people at three oh, o'clock in the like afternoon. Like in real life, in like real you, life, yeah, you, like currently, you
1: could get an apocalyptic feeling because of missing people, right? Yeah, and
0: also it's L.A. So the okay. the movie's uh, director, uh, Akiva Goldsman. Um, decided that it, New York would be much better because in New York, if there's no people there... Something is wrong. It's Something is very wrong. Yeah. Like, empty streets in New York. And that's kind of what we saw, like, mm. f- from earlier this year, mm-hmm. or so sort of last year, 2020, all that lockdown stuff. And you see, yeah. like, the whole empty, st- empty whole avenues, square. whole street, streets completely empty. And you're like, oh, yeah. that's weird. Mm. That What they were capturing in this movie is disturbing and when they first when they first made the movie they they did a shot and they tested some you know they took some they did some shoot shots of new york and then um took the took the crowds people out are, yeah. we talked about this as well with um 28 days later mm. and the day of mm-hmm. the triffids you know mm-hmm. the opening of that movie is sort of yeah. like getting up and where is everyone the way that they did it in 28 days later they just went out like really early in the morning yeah. and when he was walking across the bridge they were just had some volunteer or they had some people production staff at either end of the bridge yeah. going can you just not
1: one walk can not walk
0: across yeah so we just want to get this one shot and that's how they got the shots there in london yeah. it, was, it wasn't with cgi it was just <laughs> literally being there at five o'clock in the morning yeah um so yeah and they they digitally remove the people and put in sort of like rough uh, bits of uh Vegetation. Well, vegetation and things. Yeah. And it worked really well. But then, actually, once they'd, they'd done most of the filming and they realized, ah, what we actually have here is something really good. Like, it's really, what we've done is really effective. Mm. So, we're going to do some reshoots or additional shooting and we're going to lean into that. And that whole opening section of the movie where he's driving around in the fast car mm. and shooting the deer and stuff, there's, mm. the, you know, it's kind of setting up what New York is yes. like. The reason that's a different car and a different setting and like a bit more open is because then they actually, they already knew what they were shooting for before then they didn't understand like what the effect was and they're like mm-hmm. ah we can lean into that effect a lot more and do it so yeah it's actually a big difference because the, the book the novel because it's from 1950s America weirdly is seems to be a reaction against like suburban life and suburban sprawl and suburban living right. if you know what I mean because when he yes, goes out course. He's like, ah, my home is my fortress, yeah. and like my picket fence is like the edge of <laughs> my street. And then I need to go to this house and then that house, and I burn down the, ho- the three or four houses around me. Yeah. And a lot of it is about this urban sprawl like, oh, mm-hmm. I'm going to, I need something. But unlike New York, where, you know, everything's close and packed mm-hmm. in together, mm-hmm. there you can just go out and, uh, uh, you know he, he goes out to some you know market down the street and then drives even further across LA to it, another it, one and even yeah. further, you know so uh, because it was written in the 1950s the traffic problems wasn't as big because now you think oh if if New York or LA is abandoned all of the streets might be full of cars yes but of course we see that isn't the case now when the pandemic hits because the, the car the streets all the streets don't get immediately full of cars some of them do but a lot of them are empty yes. with LA I think it would immediately be full of cars and that would be it yeah. you know so yeah. who knows but yes. Yeah, so that's a that's a big difference that the 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 claustrophobia of being in New York with all the canyons of buildings and how nature comes you know more nature comes in there mm-hmm. into that spot is very different to the vibe of the book which is like i say this urban sprawl kind of sub suburbia um what what do you want to say? Sort of like the uh,
1: oh yeah, um, it's like it's m- in the middle of the m- m- metropolis and
0: yeah no, well, you know like the you know suburban lifestyle in the nineteen fifties when this was written. You know mm-hmm. you have all of those yeah you, know, you have all of those tropes coming along of what it's like to be isolated. You're in a city, you're in your own home, but you're isolated in your own home because you live in suburbia rather than living in New York. So yeah, the the difference between full New York and empty New York. Is mu- is a much much bigger thing. Yes. Whereas what the book seems to be commenting on is like the emptiest of emptiness of suburbia. Suburbia is already the, empty. It's already then, post-apocalyptic. It's yes. kind of what the feeling of the book seems oh, to be going okay. for. Okay.
1: Yes. Yeah. Well, that's quite a, a big a big step away from the original book. I mean, of course, the the biggest step is that I mean, we this this movie uh, takes place in with modern um Tropes that when was this made in two thousand twelve?
0: Well, the movie two thousand yeah. seven. Seven.
1: Oh, and it was a big hit.
0: A big hit. Yeah. You know, so, the time. Um,
1: like, just all the things that he has um yeah. accessible and is different to what you had in the fifties, of course. Well, no,
0: in the fifties he talks about having a generator and all that kind oh, okay. of stuff. It's it's pretty similar. A few less okay. weapons and things. Yeah. But yeah, just the just the kind of storyline of in the book. Every, all, the vampires around all know where he is, and they all come and knock on his doors. But they're not superpowered. They're not. Right. They they have some strengths, but they don't have superpower strength. Okay. Like in this movie, in, in the movie, yeah. they can these, like they can ramaging. run at people and knock yeah. over cars just by yeah. running at them. Yeah. And whereas in the movie, all of the in vampires, the are, sorry, yeah, in the book, all of the vampires have human level abilities. They're okay. just humans.
1: And so but now, come
0: out at night. Now
1: tell me this. This person that we follow along,
0: Robert Neville, in both. He's, yes, in the sto- Robert both Neville. Stories. Yeah.
1: In yours, he, so he's not a scientist. You, what, do you, what do you
0: mean in yours? I don't uh, know in so the, what you're in, saying. Sorry, in the book. Oh, in the in okay, right, yeah.
1: In your what, what in the perspective that you have, yeah. In the book, um, he's not a scientist.
0: No, he's not a scientist. Is, he's is he just also a survivor.
1: Immune? How does he survive? And he's just being... he's
0: just one of the people who has a natural immunity to okay. it. Okay. Um, which is kind of weird in the in the in the movie it's not mm. really explained that the person who has natural immunity to both the airborne airborne and the contact mm. version of the disease all, it also happens to be an expert virologist, yes. whereas in the book it's kind of like, oh, he's done some research and some reading, he's sort of, and he's kind of rediscovering um, you know, germ theory from, or not rediscovering, but he's sort of like going, later on in the book, they're like, oh I have worked out, it's actually a bacteria, but, and I know that because I got a microscope, and I think okay. I found the bacteria, like I saw the bacteria and I know it's that one because when I shine you light on it it, it it you know it, it starts reacting probably, yeah. and he's talking about oh it's actually the it's something to do with the lymph g- glands mm-hmm. and so the oxygen cycle in the body is destroyed mm-hmm. And, mm-hmm. and when and it's being sustained instead of by the lymph glands it's being sustained by the uh, by the bacteria and if you go out into the sun the bacteria starts dying and starts withdrawing from the body and that's why they can't come out during the daytime right, and that, right. that kind of thing you okay. know okay um so yeah and- so
1: he's just uh a thinking citizen with a... However,
0: the a book is a... Okay. Mu- it leans much more into the fact that the main character isn't played by Will Smith, uh, who is like one of the most charismatic actors, screen actors yeah. of, of, you know, of our generation. You know, yeah, there's yeah. very few people who can pull off will smith charisma Mm. you know you might as well label will smith charisma in fact actually we were talking before when in the last movie that we talked about which was tenet by uh uh what's his name christopher Christopher nolan Nolan, directed it and we were talking about the actors and i was wondering like what is it about the main character who i uh who just he he didn't have the charisma as the other actors yeah and in discussion later on, we discovered that he is Denzel Washington's son, son. and yeah. I didn't know that at the I time of watching it or when we were talking about it last. Yeah. But I would, but what I wanted to say, but you know, I don't want to come off as being racist because what I said was it looked like they wanted someone, like they wanted, uh, you know, someone who's a black guy for the for the role to have, you know, to be in this, you know, to to lead the movie. Mm. But Denzel Washington was a bit old, so they just got a, a younger guy who looked. A bit like Denzel Washington, and be like you. Do. But I didn't realize it was his son. I was just sort of like, oh, it's just sort of like someone who is like a young Denzel, but without that Denzel charisma. Okay. And I didn't realize it was a son, but I, I, it felt like that was maybe like a more of a, I don't know but anyway later on i was talking about this uh this uh uh, like that having a a post-racial movie in other words like in this this is one of will smith's roles where he is in a role where it just calls for someone with a lot of acting ability and Mm -hmm. charisma Mm. and we're just not going to mention that he's black in the entire movie like it could have been played by a white man it could have been played by a black man and it's going to be a black man and denzel washington was like on the forefront of like oh it's just a movie character and the main main character is just going to be black we're not going to mention it and nobody in the movie is going to mention it and the story is going to play out never mentioning his race at all will
1: smith in this case
0: Uh, yeah i'm saying but denzel washington was the was the kind of pioneered that kind of he was like one of those first he's done done lots of movies where he does play a black man but he also plays lots of movies where he's just the lead in a movie and race never comes up will smith has done that in some movies but a lot of a lot of his movies he does you know lead into playing the you know the uh, uh you know bringing up his you know his black uh, culture and yes. history and yeah, yeah, yeah. you know personality and all you know his rapping and all that other kind of stuff which is more centered in his you know in his
1: origin uh, yeah or his, his
0: race or whatever you want to say as culture um but this movie it would have it would have worked just as well that like you would have had to change nothing about it if it was played by a white man yeah or a, you know an indian man or whatever you want to say asian or whatever all the, any label that you want to put onto it yeah any of them uh, would work Fine in this role because it's so much a one-man role. It's so much it's, of a one-person performance. Yes. I guess the only thing is where he does a very good a donkey impression when he's watching Shrek. Yeah. Uh, so <laughs> I guess you know he can he can do some some voices there. But again, that's just his like performance charisma coming through. Yes. Um. But yeah, in the book, it doesn't rely on just having a charismatic actor although it does really work that way, having Mm. the the audiobook narrator having, like, to be able to do really good performances in that way. Yeah. But... It's actually, it's not. he's not just a really nice guy. Like Will Smith, it's really difficult for Will Smith to play anyone except like a really nice guy, you know. Yeah. He, when you look at him, you're <laughs> just mean, sort of like, bits, oh. There
1: are bits where where you think, oh no, he is not a really nice guy. Well, he's a really traumatised yeah. uh, person but with a big m- drama.
0: Yeah, the the movie, it's a traumatised person right from the start. Mm-hmm. And not a trauma- traumatised person, like, oh, three years later and now he's got a dog. It's like a broken, someone mm-hmm. who's lived in lockdown by mm-hmm. himself for mm-hmm. so long, Mm -hmm. like literally locked down because there's vampires. And the lockdown
1: for him started with the trauma. Yeah, with all of that kind
0: of stuff. And it's it does things which make that way more traumatic
1: Mm. for
0: Robert Neville in the book. Mm -hmm. His wife catches the um, in the movie, the wife just dies in a a helicopter crash. Mm -hmm. And you're like, oh, that's a real pity. In the book, his wife dies of the virus. Mm. And then he goes and buries her Mm. And then he comes back home and then two nights later, she, she, shows, he sh- oh. he sh- she shows up at the door, knocks on the door, mm. and then he's like, ah, now my wife is a vampire again. Mm. And then kind of that, that chapter ends, and you're like, oh, what happened there? Like, you're thinking, oh, no, what's mm. happened? So the flashbacks, there is those kind of flashbacks to how his wife died, but it's way more tra- traumatic. In the in the movie, he's got this dog, and it's really hopeful, and the dog dies, and you're really sad. Him finding the dog in the book is like a massive section oh, of the middle he's of-
1: finding a book. Yeah, the dog comes uh, past. A dog. The
0: dog comes past. Yeah and it's and it's it's somehow survived it's one of the few which hasn't caught the you know disease yeah and he and there's a whole thing he wants companionship so much that he tries chasing down the dog and the dog runs away and he can't find oh. it and then he puts some meat out and then <laughs> the dog comes <laughs> and eats the meat and then the next day he puts some more down and he gets it and he's slow, finally manages to get the dog inside yeah. he, he tries nursing it back to health and then it just dies because it's an ill dog like it just dies you know and mm. all of the steps in the book mm. are just more traumatic and you mm. can do that because the main character doesn't have to be. Isn't our vessel for hope? You know, mm-hmm. Will Smith is our vessel of hope in the movie, mm-hmm. like the whole of the thing. But you think, oh no, he's competent. Look, he's got all the generators working. Yeah, the way he's, he's doing d- all-
1: it's all like very much. Okay, I need yeah. to stay fit. I yeah. have a schedule. I do this. I broadcast like he's yep. of like all the. Okay, would I survive a? Yeah, he's he's apocalypse. like a wish fulfillment like, of
0: how how what is the perfect person yeah. to be in this situation? He's military trained. He's super fit. He's immune to the disease. Yeah he knows how to do he knows how to make a home into a fortress he can set up the generators he's doing pull ups and push ups every morning Mm -hmm. the book opens with Robert Neville drinking himself into a stupor throwing glass across the room and smashing the glass and going oh man I'm running out of glasses and you're like oh shit this is this is hardcore and uh, but there are those similar scenes where you know you get to the edge and you kind of have a death wish and you're like I'm just gonna go out there and fight these monsters Mm. and you know and somehow you know manage to you know get sense knocked into you Okay. and surviving and things like that.
1: Now, one yep. one question here. I mean, I know it is apocalyptic, um, apocalyptically themed.
0: Post-apocalyptic, let's say.
1: Okay. Is there science fiction in this? In the novel...
0: Well, yeah, I mean, because it is like uh, now that's a horror trope of everyone's turned into zombies. Yeah. But at the time, it's I mean, when the book was written, it was much more of a science fictional kind of idea, and okay. it isn't a mythical thing. It isn't a mystical thing or anything like that. It used to be that zombies were just people who were like possessed, or vampires were just magical. But oh, and m- now it comes from days,
1: the science and the the that there is research about this, and yeah. All this kind of... And in, in the in the book, this this germ just appears, like the, the, the bacteria... I have read something that in, in the book it's always referred to as germs, but the bacteria that causes this, they just appear or are they human-made? Um, I don't actually remember
0: exactly where it comes from. I think it's just like a, a new disease or okay. something like that. Okay. Uh, but it says influence. Although Matheson calls assailants in his novel vampires and though their condition is transmitted through bacteria uh, in in the blood... And garlic is repellent to such strange bacteria There is little similarity between them And vampires as developed by uh, John Williams Polidori and his Successors who come straight out of gothic Fiction tradition. In I Am mm-hmm. Legend The vampires share more similarities with zombies And the novel influenced the zombie Genre and popularized the concept, concept Of a worldwide zombie Apocalypse. Mm-hmm. Although the idea Has now become common sense, uh, commonplace A scientific or- origin for Vampirism or zombies was fairly original When written. So That's what I'm saying. Like now Mm. this is old hatch. Like this is the basis of most apocalyptic movies, like zombie apocalypse movies and all that kind of stuff. But reading it, it's written as though we're like, actually we are breaking from the Gothic horror tradition Mm. Mm -hmm. and writing about zombies and vampires in a way which is more scientifically based, you know, Mm -hmm. like he does do the science, he does do the investigations. And that's Mm -hmm. why I've got no problem calling this a science fiction novel because it's kind of like the science fiction-y basis of now what's become mainstream zombies zombie horror
1: okay you know what i mean okay so yeah yeah because when i watched the movie i really had the trouble of thinking like oh what am i seeing here am i i mean the the only thing that i saw was signs was that humans are the source of this whole thing yeah um but otherwise there was not a lot of other themes in it it was mostly then um zombie zombie horror
0: yeah well there was some zombie horror okay so let's move on now to I was talking about the difference in the characters. One is a wish-fulfillment post apocalyptic character in Will Smith, mm. and then the Robert Neville of the book is much more of a tricky uh he's very very haunted very very damaged by the situation that he's in obviously so let's That's get it. on to the difference of the the stories mm-hmm. they start like a lot of those scenes are in both of them okay although one with will smith charisma and one with like a terrible man uh <laughs> feeling terrible about himself yeah what the main okay why is the book called I Am Legend? The movie is called I Am Legend because it's named after the book, but yeah. it doesn't actually make sense. You would no. like if that book wasn't called I Am Legend, you would never call that Will Smith movie I Am Legend because what? When does Will Smith acknowledge that he is a legend? He has a legend. He is legendary, and who is he legendary for?
1: Well, it sometimes it keeps popping up that he obviously was a known figure uh, at some point in this story because yeah. people. Do do recognize him as oh you are
0: the Robert noah yeah yeah
1: but we never really get to know what what amazing stuff he did okay answer
0: this question at the end of the movie who is he legendary for who who is telling his legend
1: well the 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 woman that he meets
0: yeah and she says he
1: is a legend because he managed to find when
0: does she say that in the movie at
1: the end when she meets the other people.
0: How do you know he is... A, how does she know that his story is going to become a legend? And how many people is... A, like, how many people has to know a story for it to become a legend? Because if only two people... If one person knows it, it's a secret. If two people know it, it's a secret. If three people know it, it's a rumor. If four people know it, Well, it's, it's going to be the whole
1: new- exclave that build themselves like a, this thing of little houses in somewhere. Yeah, I know. Somewhere. But
0: that's not what a legend is. He could be a hero. You'd say, I am a hero. Mm-hmm. Or he was. Or you'd say, he is the legend. Or he, he was a legend. He is a legend. Mm-hmm. There is a legend about him. Whatever mm-hmm. like that. It doesn't make sense. In mm-hmm. the book, the people who Robert Neville is a legend for mm-hmm. are all of the vampires. Okay. So My... what actually the story is in the book <laughs> is at the start, he goes out and he's got these stakes. And he's like, what I need to do is find a any vampire in any buildings, anywhere around me, he goes into them, he finds them on the beds and stuff, and he drives stakes into their hearts yeah. and kills them. Yeah. And that's what he does during the day. He goes out vampire oh. hunting during also, the for day.
1: The, for the vampires, he becomes the legendary he becomes vampire the legend. hunter.
0: He is, oh, right. he is the night stalker, but the day stalker. So he's oh, the right. day stalker. And oh, that's so at night, he is the hunted one, but yeah. in the daytime, because, he is hunting them. And
1: because. Because the the vampires are still like thinking beings, like they are
0: in the book there's two kinds. There's one which haven't died yet and aren't being animated by their like dead Like the dead, there's kind of two stages to the disease. Mm -hmm. There's that you get you catch the disease, Mm -hmm. and later you it's gonna kill you. And once it's killed you, you're gonna be animated by it, and so you're gonna be a mindless zombie later on. Okay, Um, but before you die, you're not a mindless zombie. Mm. You're someone who has the disease, who still can't go out in the daytime and all Mm. that kind of stuff. So it's a bit more tricky. And what happens is in the book, a woman turns up, and he's like, "Hey, woman!" And it's someone, and it's a woman who would normally be pale, but she's put makeup on over it's a trap there actually are mm. thinking there are actually thinking vampire not quite yet zombie characters yeah and they uh they come up with a plan to you to know lure him, to out. Lure him yeah. out or to get mm. inside him to trap him and to kill him and that's what happens a woman turns up and tricks him into thinking that she's like a woman and, he, and he's like where have you been recently and sort of like oh me and my husband have been living over in inglewood and he's sort of like i've been over to inglewood i didn't see you uh, but it is actually people who have like developed this uh you know that they aren't dying slowly from it they are mm. keeping themselves mm. but they're keeping their brains but they can't go out during the day mm. but she's managed to develop some you know she's like the opposite of robert neville she's managed to <laughs> catch the disease but still be able to go out and right. things and uh but she's but when he makes her he wants to test her and so I'm like here have some garlic and she's like no 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 garlic and he's like uh, I need to test your blood and she's like no don't test my blood I just don't like garlic you know it's really strong like why are you being like that to me she goes and takes a bath and comes out and and he's like why are you getting dressed again it's night and she's like oh I was just getting dressed and he's like but it's night why are you getting dressed now you know so there's these kind of scenes that go on
1: okay and
0: in the end they do come into the house grab him string him up and the book mm. ends with him facing his own execution in front of a crowd of zombies because right. they say we're actually st- going to rebuild society mm. there's sort of like a group of us now Yeah, Uh you know we, we've got together a small community. Uh, humanity <laughs> will
1: have just been changed
0: yeah we're all going to yeah. be changed we're going to mm. be living at night but we're going to actually start rebuilding society. Mm-hmm. You are not compatible with yeah. society. Because like, you
1: are disrupting ours, yeah. our they, attempts. They're
0: yeah. actually saying no we're going out and doing what you do we're killing all the dead people we're killing the zombie phase dead people mm. but like like you're doing but you're also killing us, us a, yeah. in our vampire stage pre-death kind of thing
1: because of course you can't differentiate if yeah he, he are... wasn't
0: differentiating himself yeah. sort of like oh there's no point in not killing them because soon they're going to be they're going to be in the yeah. zombie phase rather than yeah. the vampire stage anyway okay. so uh, so yeah he's just been going out and killing uh... them and he says oh i have become the founding myth of this new society i am legend me being the vampire killer in this news in the birth of the new society the birth of the new humanity yeah so weirdly enough the book has this hopeful ending to it yeah but it's not hopeful because you're like oh no humanity it's like vampires are taking over you're like no they're the only that's the that's only the new version, human of, version that's the only version yeah. of humanity that can continue okay. onwards it's not the zombie phase oh, it's I the quite vampire like st- this. it's a really strong ending but how do you end a movie with will smith in it with mm. will smith being captured by vampire phase post-apocalyptic ill people Mm. them saying we're setting up a new we're setting up a new society Mm. and we we're going to kill you because you are incompatible with what we're going to do now the movie there are some references that there is this one character this one like this one zombie who you can see is more intelligent the one with the big chin Mm. um and you can see that he lays the trap. He's the one who moves the, yes, the thing the, and lays the, the, the trap. And, and it, there is the a yeah. little bit more intelligence. There's a bit more of a spark there mm. with this one guy. And he's just left behind. He's like, oh, he's now going to become the king of New York, the yep. leader of the New York. But it's, it's not clear how intelligent the zombies are anymore. No. And maybe there's some glimmers of intelligence, whereas the book makes all of that more explicit. There are some leaders out there. Yeah.
1: Um, now, what, having watched this movie twice yeah. and also only the movie not never read the book that never really made any sense to me and to me the end was kind of also let down so much by this it, it kind of you know at the we the whole time we're following this scientists who yeah. is uh all about finding this out and at the end it is all comes down to god yeah signs and that just doesn't hold hold it up and together because in the end uh what they're saying in the movie is god will lead you to the, the surviving people and ah that that really didn't stick to me so well this is why i wanted to ask you about this god element in the book it's not in the book Okay, well, I have no, I mean...
0: Oh, no, there are, there are some little uh, uh, religious stuff, but it's more to do, like, why are these vampires afraid of crosses? And it turns out they, because people are self-identifying as vampires, they're like, oh, no, I don't, I'm don't, i not allowed to see a cross. Mm. And they're like, yeah, because I tried showing a cross to this Jewish guy, his, this um, character called, uh, I saw it here before, uh, Ben Cortman. Ben Cortman is, like, this character who keeps turning up and going, Robert Neville, and tries calling to him, like, mm. at night, screaming, Robert Neville. Robert mm. Neville is screaming his name over and over mm. to him. Um, but yeah, it's, it's, a it, and that's, that's a Jew, that was a, a, someone he knew from before who was Jewish and he was like holding up a cross and it wasn't affecting him. And like, ah, so there are some parts of being a vampire, which are socially, social conditioning to right. be like, oh, this is a, a religion. So there is a little bit of religion in there, but very, very, very little mm. uh, to do with that. Very much not what's in the movie, which mm. yes, it does feel like a bit of a cop out in some right? ways.
1: Like, but I don't know. Well, to me, it's like, um there is this whole, like, we are following this guy and we see how broke he is and we see no, how... No, the thing
0: is, in the movie, we don't see how broken no, he is. No, I mean,
1: we do see it after the dog dies. It yes. all goes down because yes. he just... Uh, everything that he had is still the... Like, the, the whole routine he had, yeah. the whole, like, I need to keep myself fit, I need to have s- routines and all this stuff gets just yeah. thrown under the bus. And when he meets people, he can't really... Yeah. Like, he's still... Processing the loss of the dog, the only companion he had and up until now. Sorry about no the microphone. Problem. And um, and so he he doesn't just say, "Oh, they're people. Hello, people. L- let me let me show you Let's what I do half year and stuff." No, it, 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 the opposite. He yeah. he screams at them. He's mad at them. He like I was saving whatever. that bacon. <laughs> yes, I mean, of course, it's like <laughs> you, you do if you do but have this.
0: I think that's kind of a cop out from the movie that we only see that brokenness. Yes. After the dog dies, and yes. he's obviously been messed up for that entire time and obsessive, but beforehand oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. it seems heroic. And then after that, it seems it, seems then, it doesn't. But then he yeah. has a hero moment at the end, but it doesn't. I think the movie for me overall works like it works almost purely off the back of Will Smith's performance. Yes. And the views of what New York looks like. Yeah. That's that's the strong part. the The monsters themselves look too plasticky. I mean, I understand that. I, I read the Wikipedia page. They said they actually did it with like live actors with prosth- prosthetics, and they said it looked too comical. It didn't look yeah. like modern. It didn't look yeah. scary. So they wanted to really amp it up, and I totally understand that. Yeah, uh, like doing all that body replacement mm. stuff. Um, but yeah, the, I think the. the I think if they, with modern, I reckon they could have made it better if they had less rubbery CGI. Mm. Um, because when the deers are running around and you can't see them very well, and the lions and stuff, you're just yeah, like, oh yeah, that yeah, mostly subjects. works. Yeah, it's it mostly just, works because it's, it's <laughs> well, it's filmed that it hides that it hides the cracks in yes, that kind of stuff. Yes, but the but the zombies are too featured full frame, and every time you see them, you just go CGI zombie, CGI zombie, uh-huh. CGI zombie. And then when the two other human characters turn up at the end of the movie, Anna and Ethan, mm. like it's like. Uh, a stereotypical like cute kid, a child actor who's like two years old to be cute anymore. Yes, and he's like two, two or three years ago, or a thousand and one days ago, whenever it was. Yeah, when the thing started, he was a cute kid, and now he's like grown a little bit out of his cuteness. Yeah, and then like unfeasibly beautiful woman with unfeasibly beautiful eyes and hair and, and all that Spanish kind of stuff. And, and I, I, great, like no problem at all having two people turn up, but it feels like a cop out to have like like a perfect yeah like almost blended family at the end who you've got the black guy the Hispanic guy and the uh, woman and the the white kid and they're going to be the new they're going to be like oh we're now together as the new seed of humanity or whatever you know it's like so much imagery there of these two you know good looking people together Mm. um and and it's, I don't, I kind of wish that had more time to breathe because yes. they have one day together yes. and then the movie ends and you're like, and that, ah, that, yeah. that could, like the whole first part of the half of that movie feels like it's taking place over, yeah. like...
1: I'd rather have not, ha- have him meet anyone. Yeah, but until the very end, like until, yeah. until really, like just the, he, that, that, and that would have worked better for the movie.
0: Yeah, but it like I say, we've talked about this before, it felt very, everything at the end of the movie feels very convenient. Yes. And like, oh, just God told me to come here, and then you told me on the radio, and we oh, all and just arrived. It Exactly mm-hmm. that kind of thing. Yeah, and the butterfly symbolism, and you just sort of like, ah, it felt like we were in a science fiction movie. Yeah. Even though it's like fantasy science fiction. Mm. And in the end, it, the, yeah like I say it leaned into this spiritual wishy-washiness a bit too much yeah. and that actually takes away from what becomes legendary because you kind of yeah. like if things are just being then it becomes more mythic like I said it, that was a myth like mm. that was the founding myth of how we like if it was the, if the movie was like what is the myth behind us getting this yeah, um, example, serum it could have, to cure us it, it could and have it's all like started- oh yes God told me to go to New York yeah. and then God provided me with this and then he sacrificed himself Jesus something something or gave, gave movie- his life our sins if and this then... movie
1: would have started as hum- the, the, the surviving humans sitting together and one person telling the other person hey uh, tell me it the story it couldn't be called again. I am
0: legend yes it would have to be called Will Smith is legend, legend.
1: he was legend yeah yeah no I, I get it I get it but yes this I am legend has For the movie no relevance at all no
0: again it's it's one of those things which is a context dependent incongruity and the context is you know it's based on a reference like the the inc the incongruous ending to this and the incongruous title only makes sense when you know that it's a reference to something else Mm. like it'll be it'll be like seeing this and you know it's called i don't know well, it's like Shaun of the Dead. Why is Shaun of the Dead called Shaun of the Dead? Because it's it's based like the 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 zombiness is based on Dawn of the Dead. So you're yeah. like, oh, Shaun, Dawn of the Dead, Shaun of the Dead. Otherwise, Shaun of the Dead doesn't make any sense. Like, there's nothing in that title that makes sense no. as a movie title. He yeah. it isn't Shaun of the Dead, but again. It's an incongruity which only makes sense as reference to something else that exists outside of of, of the, the of the work itself, yes. like a, a previous thing which is in the minds of the reader or viewer. Yeah, um, yeah, and I think I am legend. There's t- there's a few too many. Well, not there's too many, but there's a few things are a little bit incongruous about it. Yeah, like, and I think that it, what he does isn't legendary enough. No, And there isn't enough time for that legend to build in the one day that he and Anna spend together.
1: Yeah, exactly. So that, for me, that led, I mean, yesterday I didn't enjoy this movie at all. Oh, really? Okay. Um, But that led everything that I watched until then down even more. Yeah,
0: yeah, it does. I think the movie is let down a bit by its ending. But again, I don't think it's let down because the ending isn't in the same as in the book. And Mm -hmm. I want to make that clear. It's not like if the ending was the same as in the book, I would have enjoyed the movie more. Mm -hmm. I don't know because they didn't... It's
1: so far off. Yeah, it's so far off. It's a
0: different movie. And they're taking some of the emotional journey and the emotional scene, like the scenes and the setup that is in the book and transplanting it into New York and making Robert Neville will Smith. But it's like and it's because really... of that it might need a different ending yes. whatever that ending is
1: oh i'm i'm sorry i need to What's sneeze you sneeze whenever you um, want
0: just sneeze away from the microphone <coughs> yeah you see nobody is worried about them not even going to edit it out <coughs> you don't need to apologize you just need to turn away and do it
1: excuse me well it's quite
0: it, i'm not editing, um, editing it out
1: um what i tried to say um yeah so if often you have in in movies like that are related to books that often says based on yeah mm-hmm. now no, on is, the front
0: of the book it always says now a, motion, a, a major motion picture featuring will smith or whatever yes it is.
1: and and i think this this is one of those movies where i think if you are saying based on the book it is really just loosely based on the book yeah because they're
0: no this is definitely based on the book it is based yeah. on
1: the book but the overall themes, even like the, the, what is the hope and where does the legend come from? Yeah. They're totally different. Like, they're only, the, the, the overlapping things yeah. are really not that great.
0: Here's the thing. In the movie, Will Smith is trying to find a cure for the disease.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: In, in the book robert neville is studying the vampires to be able to better to kill them more efficiently yes he's like oh i was always like i was always like stabbing this the the uh, steak through the heart mm. and even if i thought i missed the heart it was still working and then he starts experimenting like do i have to even put the steak through the heart and then he works out oh I do, it's not it's not a steak and i was making steaks all the time like i was like carving stakes <laughs> all the time to stick in them i thought it was, they had to be wooden stakes, turns out it doesn't it just needs to um allow i think it's air into the body cavity right. like to yeah. allow that kind of yeah. stuff in it the in inrush of air because you know the it's all about the level of oxygen you know this mm. oxygen cycle yeah and they were like oh actually you just need to expose enough of the internal of in, internal parts of the body mm. to like open air and that's what's needed to to kill them so he's like oh right. i can just like chop them in half or <laughs> like that kind of stuff. so all of the cool. thing all of the part of him doing the studying mm. it's the opposite it's not I want to save humanity he's mm. like ah oh, humanity's already gone mm. I've got to kill as many of these vampires and and zombies right. around me as possible
1: and, and, and to me that feels like it would be an absolutely different movie you can't
0: you can't have that as the basic as a as a, a Will Smith charisma performance no. you know you that he Robert Neville in the book is it's not that he's not a good guy he is the protagonist but you're not like like at the end the reason why the twist happens at the end or when it, the reveal that society, that the vampires themselves are setting up a new society and he's now the legend, he's like the, the, the gripply. The, the reason outlaw. why there is a weirdly like strangely like almost you know, like subtly, I don't even know how to say it, but like the feeling that you get with hope at the end Mm. that he's the last he's the he's the bad thing that's been standing in the way Mm -hmm. of the progress of humanity only works because he hasn't been the most likable guy. (laughs) And you look at him and go, ah, yeah, he's probably a bit racist. He's very sexist. There's Mm -hmm. weird stuff going on there, like lots of weird stuff going on Mm -hmm. in terms of his personality and his trauma and all that kind of understandable things. Like, he's always sort of like, yeah. why is it that I'm always experimenting on women whenever I get something Aww. like that? And and it's just one of the things that like, oh, I can't think about that now. All of those things that can't that can't be put in the, the actions and the, the voice of Will Smith yes. works perfectly with a great audiobook narrator and as, a, as a, in novel form. Yeah. A novel allows, I mean, it's a short novel, it's only like seven hours of audiobook or whatever, mm. but it allows that character to, to develop mm. that when the story happens at the end of the book, you're okay with him dying. Dying. Mm. And he is also okay with him dying because he's like, Oh, I'm gonna be a legend. I am the legend of this new society. And he's like, You know what? I'm, I'm fine I, with that. We're well, not even that. I'm fine with that. But he accepts it, and you as a reader yeah. can accept that yeah. because he doesn't have, he, he isn't as good looking as Will Smith.
1: It's written all the way up to. Yeah, the,
0: it's, yeah. In, it's in the text yeah. of the book. And that's what I think makes the book. Uh, a triumph is that it's a book about someone who isn't likable but he thinks he's he thinks he's the good guy and that he's doing his best to kill the zombies of course he's the good guy he's killing the zombies and he's killing the vampires he's like the human that he he's the human of course he's the he of course he's the good guy and then you get through and you're like ah he isn't and reading it again like even the second and third times reading it that still works even though i know what's happening at the end i know what the story is mm. i know that like, well, maybe not what emotions that we're meant to be feeling, but mm. this a novel allows me to feel those things right. about a character and about where the story is going after the character dies, yes. which is very difficult. I mean, it's very difficult for novels to do that with me. That and I think true. that's why I rated it 4.9 stars. Right. This time out, I'm not going to rate it quite as highly because, again, now the audio book isn't so new for me so yeah. i think i'm gonna still give it like 4.4 4 stars maybe 4.5 let's give it 4.5 stars because okay. it is still a very enjoyable audio book to listen to cool. and there's a lot in there again even stuff that i haven't talked about now although we yeah. have talked a bit quite a lot more about it than i probably yeah. would have done i still without watching the movie again
1: i personally apart from you reading this book now and then uh us deciding hey we should watch this movie again yeah. I would have never picked that. Like it's way too close to um, to what's happening and what's happening right. around me. Do you want and to talk to, about the
0: pandemic me. again now? Current lockdown? No,
1: no I don't. And like that's that? the whole point because It was a bit close is, to home, wasn't it? It was very close to home, especially also with this mentioning of especially exactly this kind of like, oh, we made a vaccine that can cure yeah. um, cancer and it just goes absolutely wrong. And I'm not saying that the vaccine that is currently being administered is yeah. wrong or does anything with it, but this whole situation of everybody living in the way we do live and everything that happens to humanity where I'm just looking at it and thinking like, oh, right, all these apocalyptic movies, all these, um, oh, there's the scientists and no nobody listens to them. And oh, yeah. it's and humans are just dumb yeah. and it's just it makes me so sad because up until then it's always been somewhere else yeah. it's always been oh is this one country or maybe two in other York countries it's just or it's, or it's, it's, just in, a, it's in the fiction
0: of a movie yeah
1: or no in the real world it's like um, there are factions in the world and they are having a struggle with each oh, other okay. and it's in me in my life i have just living and yeah. you know stuff it like hasn't that. impacted but you but yeah. this pandemic because it is a pandemic yeah it's everywhere yeah or it certainly has been at some point everywhere not now anymore but it's certainly no no but that's the thing it isn't everywhere
0: but it's still a global phenomenon still a global pandemic still a global issue it's a thing
1: that you could talk to Uh, any person on the planet and they would have something to tell they will have an experience they will have an opinion and experience I saw
0: this really funny tweet the other day during the the Biden inauguration he Mm. says we'll all remember where we were during the Biden inauguration the same place we had been for the last four months. or <laughs> and I can't remember what it was. Yeah. But it was kind of commenting on that, mm-hmm. sort of like, "Oh, a big historic event," and everybody is having exactly the same experience. Mm-hmm. We're all just at home, mm-hmm. you know. That's mm-hmm. that's that's what we're. That's kind of the experience that we're having. Yeah. No, I really, it was really weird to me to see at the start of the. We're well, not the start. The, with during the flashbacks of the movie, yes, where you're like, "Oh, pandemic!" They're talking about pandemic. There's all these signs up and quarantine and all that other kind of mm-hmm. stuff, and this panic, and nobody was wearing face masks, and everyone was like crap, like crushed up, really. Close together, yeah. And you're like, oh, right. One of the first things that we did as the world yeah. was a lot of like, oh, social distancing is a thing. All right. Yeah. Uh, face masks, although they took a little bit more, but that kind of not everyone crowding together. And um, it's obviously very different in a in a panic situation as some of those yeah. flashbacks are. Yeah. So I totally understand that. But uh but yeah when they're just sort of like oh let's just do this test oh you mm-hmm. go that way oh just test that way you know if it really was that easy and now we know it's just not that easy you know yeah. It, yeah. it isn't you can't do a test with, like you can't do a, a one second test to sort out infected people from other infected yeah. people in the in entire well, in, the, in, the,
1: in the movie they, they look at the, the pupils or something yeah, like pupils are, the, 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 uh, p- uh, the pupils I think are it's also like, like, like,
0: like, like at the um, in, uh, temperature thing as well you know the temperature gun maybe it's one of those kind of things No, no, they,
1: they really just looked into the pupil of the people and then uh. the, the, depending on how the, the uh, people oh, behaved like yeah. yeah because of these the light sensitivity yeah. you know of the people infected they the, the eyes react different yeah. but yes of course I mean we have been um, traveling in the summer one time yeah. to France where one of the things that people did was still like taking the temperature yeah. but not everybody gets the fever no. so it is really difficult yeah to... that's the whole
0: point is the like the yeah. movie it's sort of like you catch it and you show signs you show this... and yeah. yeah like the the yeah. the, the, the non was was the word as well like you know non-symptomatic non-sympto- un- um, non-symptomatic or whatever yeah, it is like that yeah. that's so that is so difficult to explain in the plot of the movie yeah from now on
1: yeah
0: if in the future i'm not sure how well it's going to be I, i'm not sure how easy it's going to be for anyone to make movies about global pandemics yeah. anymore yeah. but you will immediately be able to say like um asympt oh asymptomatic There is yeah. it asymptomatic carriers and mm. you the movie Writers will just be able to say that and everybody watching will be like, oh, yeah, asymptomatic yeah. carriers
1: there's and a like certain, spread numbers,
0: certain, R numbers or whatever it is. These things will language. now just become part yes. of the language. Yeah. There's a
1: certain language that came across now from scientific yeah. um research and scientific lingua, yeah. like just some Sorts of Like things that ca- Came across In the sense of Like we have yeah. um I don't know Incidents And uh, yeah. all, all these Kind of different Yeah but now We're just going to be terms. So people can say
0: Oh lockdown Quarantine Quarantine now Means something Or it can mean something More to people yes. You know yeah. And all I mean of course We still Like every country And every government Has there's a different, different definition Of yeah. lockdown or whatever yeah. But all of these I'm just saying For future movies And future storytelling That kind of thing Is that we've got A whole new language Or there's going to be A whole new language And I don't just mean Exact words. I'm talking about like references to real mm. events, references to you know th- these like shorthands. Triage. You know,
1: the... I don't know if this triage. Is triage. Yeah. yeah. So
0: oh, that's always been something. You can always say triage. Yeah? It's a triage situation. Oh, yeah. yeah, okay. yeah. Um, okay. But but yeah, there's going to be more of that.
1: And that has now meaning to yeah. lots of people who know. But,
0: but also, yeah. how many people are going to want to watch now more movies about global pandemics?
1: I, I kind of was like really, yeah. I'm just. Why did you say we should
0: watch that movie again?
1: Me? Yeah. Oh, did I say that? It was your idea to watch yeah, the movie. Because I, I was just going to talk about I the book. Didn't remember, I didn't remember that it was so much of this... Um,
0: how horror it was yeah. and how pandemic yes. it was. Because
1: <laughs> at the time when we watched it, I know. there wasn't a pandemic. And I was probably in a better state of mind and state of um, place. And I don't remember I don't watching
0: know. it with you, but you say we have watched it together before. Oh, Bukor. yeah, yeah. We did. Oh, you remember watching it with me? yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah okay.
1: Yeah. You should look on your letterbox D yeah. letterbox thing but we certainly have watched this together because I do remember I did then remember stuff I didn't remember all the things and certainly not so much about this how grim and horror zombieish zombie-ish it was. Um, so um, I'm I, just searching here. And, and got this, to is why, this is why I, I suggested we watch it and I just didn't didn't remember next time i'm suggesting hey let's watch a let's yeah. watch a, um, a zombie movie just say no
0: we watched this in 2015 yes okay
1: see so uh, i but I'd seen, i
0: think i'd seen it before then as well yes, so like i don't remember yeah. watching it then so yeah, yeah so. so
1: not my kind of stuff oh, certainly well. not now oh well kind of want some now I'm watching Bridgerton. Review, I'm I gave watching... the movie
0: three stars in on Letterboxd, but I, okay. that's, again, very, that's just a gem. That's my, uh, when I was doing the data entry in this, I used a, the one of the scripts because you can just upload uh, so CSV three, files of it. Three so three, it, the... it just means that it wasn't a disappointment. I, I didn't yeah. rate it yay and I didn't yeah. rate it boo. It's sort of like the, yeah. just the, it's sort of like a, yeah. yeah. So three stars yeah. on here.
1: So I st- because of that, I started watching on Netflix. I started watching Bridgerton. Um... Which is What's just it called? Bridgerton.
0: Oh, Bridgerton. Okay, I haven't. I never seen the title of that yeah. show that you'd watch. Uh,
1: and it's just to take my mind off.
0: We've things. also been watching though The Expanse. We've been watching we one have. episode of The Expanse every That's day for true. the last week.
1: And so intense But it's, it's, it's really good So good. I
0: don't understand how Like the first season ends And you're like That's not the end of the story And then yeah. the first six episodes Of season two Finishes Finished off the both. story Yeah And then you're like Oh that's wrapped up the story And then they kind of Go on yeah, with season two Yeah And then season two ends and you're like oh, That's not quite the end And then season three Starts with like seven episodes Six episodes or whatever it is yeah. And that kind of finishes off The story in the season yeah. two You're like oh So it's this weird thing Where like the story And the climax of the story Is like offset with the season So mm-hmm. the season ends With a cliffhanger And then the end of that story Is wrapped up in the first Six episodes, and I guess now we're going to continue on with the next episodes, and they're yeah. going to like reset a bit and go on to book three.
1: It's it's really good because I I, I remember when we talked about the book, uh, Leviathan wakes. Yeah, super strongly in my mind was that this is not uh, a book to read. This is a screenplay for. Yeah. Movie well, we talked. We I
0: did the review, and you hadn't read the book yet. And then you read the book after we did the review, or so, yeah, like, like that. that. Yes. I think so. But
1: it 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 works so well as a, as, a, as, as a TV a, show as a TV show. Yeah. yeah.
0: We we managed to get through one and a half episodes of the Mandalorian season two. And we're just like, well, this is not just, for us. No,
1: it just doesn't work for it us. Just doesn't
0: work for us. No. But the expense, we were like, we, we want to get back to that. We have our Amazon Prime. We yeah. can watch it all there now. Yeah. Because when we, we stopped, because there was the first two seasons were on Netflix and they didn't have season three on mm. Netflix. So mm. we stopped there. But now it's all available. I guess the licensing rights came up. So now it's all available on Amazon. Yeah. Well, I think Amazon now pays for the production of it. It's right. now an Amazon exclusive or Amazon Prime something, exclusive, something, yeah. something. All right, so that's it. I Am yeah. Legend, the book, I'm giving 4.5 stars. And the movie, I'm going to give the movie like three stars again because I think it's a perfectly fine movie if you're up for watching some gribbly monsters, which are a bit too plasticky, mm. and you're cool with watching a pandemic movie, which I totally understand Juliana is not. But yes. I thought, I think almost like the two-thirds of that movie are all Will Smith and the first two-thirds yeah, of the movie where it's all Will Smith is, is amazing good work. and the good, last good third work. when yeah. there's other people it's, like really... it's not so good. Yeah. Um. All right, that's it, I think. Yeah. You can follow us on Twitter. I'm at Luke Burridge and I post the, uh, things like uh, juggling videos every day <laughs> yes, uh, do. of my travel and stuff like that <laughs> and some other bits and pieces. Uh, Juliana is also on Twitter at J-U-K-U Berlin and she never uses Twitter for anything except like you tweet like once a month or something like that. Yeah, you like i only
1: tweet things that i think actually is yeah. like i can't tweet like i have the urge to write yeah. a tweet often i start writing a tweet yeah then don't, don't not think. not ah, mm, it's ah. not worth it yeah. it's just not worth it yeah but this is where i read my news yeah mm. like if,
0: if if i accidentally tweeted something which could come off as racist like saying oh Christopher Nolan just wanted a younger uh he wanted uh well anyway that kind of thing it comes across as me sort of like floundering through something and trying not to be mm-hmm. racist on yeah. a podcast accidentally do that on on misword something on twitter it's just not worth it is it really it's, diffi-
1: it's- like it's difficult to put anything into yeah. words and then stand behind those words once you've yeah. put them out
0: whereas on a, on a podcast people can hear me going wait am I being racist <laughs> like no I don't want to be racist but I honestly thought that this guy was sort of like a knockoff Denzel Washington they just got someone who looked a bit like him but was younger and you're like oh it's his son you're like oh but is that me is that now being me being racist or is that I, I, again it's difficult for me it's difficult for me to know um with that kind of stuff and I think people are more forgiving of me telling that uh, story on a podcast. Yes. Um. Anyway, yeah, let's, let's wrap it Oh, yeah, also on Instagram. Instagram's nicer because there's yeah. no opinions on Instagram. Instagram is just pictures Shanties. of people uh, oh, no, juggling. That's TikTok. What? Feel dancing? did you say? Yeah. Uh, yeah, and so we're uh, the same place, Luke Broridge and JUKU on Instagram if you want to check us out there. Otherwise, yeah, become our friend. Oh, I was going to have a look here. I am legend on Goodreads. See what other people think of the book. Uh, Michael rated it four stars. Uh, Kevin Zhu, Yu Zhu. Uh, rated it four stars. His review is four words long. Different than the movie. Oh, great. Yes. Jason rated <laughs> it three stars. Peter Crow- Cowden rated it five stars. Creepy. I read the first chapter on the train and then walked home in the dark. I think I'll read the rest of the book during daylight hours. <laughs> uh. <laughs> the clash of superstition and a rational scientific mind unfolds beautifully. Yeah, it's it's really good. The book is really good. Let me put it that way. Cool. Um, so, yeah. And, and other people rated it four four and five and three stars. I don't think anyone could read this book, get to the end and not give it at least three or four stars yeah. because it is one of those books where you go, it's short enough that you're not going to, unless you really don't like horror or you really don't. Oh, actually, Joe Sweeney rated it one star. Toria rated it one star. But yeah, there's loads and loads of people, friends of friends of mine on Goodreads who've rated it. And yeah, it's a 3.92 average overall and a four point average on... uh uh 3.9 yeah, to four is what generally... Uh, good reads uh, people are rating it so yeah good book yes i'm gonna leave it there
1: okay Shall well, we do it thanks a lot for listening
0: one. and we'll catch you next time
1: goodbye